and welcome my friends to the daily gator daily thought edition number 484 if you're left you just ain't right this is monday my friends let's get into this let's kick this pig several stories to talk about and let's just start right here uh a la police the la police department Officers responded to the Dragonfly Hollywood nightclub apparently last night uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard near Wilcox Avenue around 2 a.m. Uh, on reports for a group of 7 to 11 people uh, attacking one person. Uh, that one person is uh, has deceased. They're gone. They were beaten to death by 7 to 11 thugs. Uh, it was a nightclub security guard, apparently, beaten to death in Hollywood by a mob of people early Sunday morning. Uh, he has been identified by friends and co-workers, uh, some of whom, the friends and co-workers, some of them gathered outside the club Sunday night to drop off candles, pay their respects, and identify the security guard as Daniel Sandpfeiffer, or Sandifer. Uh, you might want to remember his name because I doubt you're going to hear his name too much from the media uh, I doubt the media really cares about this uh, here's a quote good guy love him family oriented man and just sad uh, that's from one of his friends who did not want to appear on camera uh, told KTLA unfortunate situations words were exchanged and he ended up jumping him. Again, a group of between 7 and 11 people, apparently. Uh, and he simply, I guess, was entered to the point he couldn't recover. Now his family doesn't have one of their own. Uh, I don't know if he has kids, married, I don't know. Uh... LAPD West Bureau Homicide Division Detective Samuel Morello said the victim was working at this nightclub and a large group, for unknown reasons, confronted that security, guards, security guard causing him to fall into the street, at which time the group advanced and kicked and stomped him to death. Uh, I don't know the ages of people who attacked him. I don't know if they'll all ever be caught. I hope they are. I hope they're tried. I hope they're sentenced, and I hope they are summarily executed. Th that this kind of thing cannot continue to happen in this country, where thugs take the law into their own hands. This is no more than a lynching. Okay, when seven to eleven people accost one person and and beat them to death, kick them to death, whatever the case, that's not justice for anybody. That's no more than a lynching. And I guarantee you a lot of leftists would hear me say that and uh, they would be much more offended that I use the word lynched than this man losing his life. That would be the bigger story for them. This has to be dealt with severely. Absolutely severely. Uh, the suspects apparently fled the area on foot going westbound on Santa Monica Boulevard to southbound Hudson Avenue. I have no idea of their ages or anything about them. Apparently no one does at this point. Video from the scene captured first responders attempting life-saving measures on Sandifer, who's a father of two, uh, 
according to his friend who police say was 32 years old. So a man, early 30s, two kids, dead. Because he tried to do his job, apparently, as a security guard. Uh, I don't know what kind of club this is. I don't know what area of L.A. it happened in or what the demographics are there. I don't know. I don't care. This group of people who did this to this man need to be dealt with in the severest of fashions. The message will get out very quickly. You take someone's life, there's a good chance you're going to lose yours. And you're going to have to wait and think about it a long time in jail while you exhaust all your appeals until you get the, uh, the shot into eternal hell. Uh, absolutely disgusting and despicable, my friends. Now, at the time of uh, this gentleman's death, the Dragonfly Hollywood was still open to full of patrons. Uh, it was hosting its weekly signature Saturday event with Detroit rapper T. Grizzly headlining the festivities. So, I don't know if it was a rap club. They just happened to have a rapper that night. But, you know, how long are we going to ignore the connection between rap music and violence? And death? And murders? And drive-bys? And thuggery? How long? How long is the media going to sugarcoat that? Unbelievable. Again, this man's gone. He beaten to death. Imagine being beaten to death in the street for just doing your job. Unbelievable. Again, no arrests have been made. If you happen to live in that area and you saw something, you think you can identify somebody or give the police some information, call the police. Talk to them. This crap has to stop, my friends. Has to stop. No more excuses. Uh, also dead is a... Well, you can't feel as bad about this guy. This guy was a French daredevil. Uh, apparently his name is Remy Lucidi. Uh, he is no more. He was well known for skyscraper stunts. And when you're famous for doing skyscraper stunts... Uh, high on buildings, wherever, and you're doing stunts high in the air. Uh, no matter how good you are, how accomplished, how talented, how much you you uh, are successful at it, the uh, the expiration date is is not long. A French daredevil known for scaling skyscrapers around the world has died, and you're not going to believe how he died. He was run over in a McDonald's drive-thru. No. He was uh, attacked by a, gra uh, by a group of rabid skunks. No. He was mauled by a grizzly bear in downtown Toronto, Canada. No. No. He apparently was doing one of his skyscraper stunts. Something went wrong and do the math. Uh, he died after falling from the 68th floor of a building in Hong Kong. Uh, again, Lucidi was uh, 30 years old. Uh, was at the uh, Tregunter Tower Complex in Hong Kong when he fell to his death after repeated, reportedly getting trapped 
outside a penthouse. Well, I don't even know how you get trapped outside a penthouse at 68 stories. Because I assume the building, uh, I don't know if you can have a, uh, a little uh, porch area, what would you call it, overlook on your 68th floor apartment, but uh, awful. It is awful. I, I feel terrible for the guy. Um, there's a, a picture here of him with his taking a selfie with the, the big long stick for the uh, camera or cell phone, whatever he's using, and he's just, looks like he's just standing at the very top of a building that looks to be tall, really, really tall. Uh, according to investigators, Lucidi arrived at the building in the evening and told the security guard that he was visiting a friend on the 40th floor. Lucidi is believed to have made his way to a top floor, and according to South China Morning Post, he got trapped outside and frantically started knocking on a window, uh, startling a maid inside. He then lost his footing and fell. So again, I would assume he was going to do another stunt and somehow got locked out and flipped out, freaked out, and in his panic, I guess, he lost his balance, and there you go. Uh, Hong Kong officials claim that the building security guard attempted to cross-examine Lucidi's claim to be visiting a friend on the 44, but the stuntman had already caught an elevator by then. Well, uh, it looks like you would have it. Does, does the uh, security guard have a radio? He can call the security guard and say, Hey, this guy claims this. He just got on the elevator. I don't know. I don't know what could have been done to save the guy's life except for him not to be addicted to climbing up to 68th floors of buildings and uh, or the 40th, 40th floor of buildings and, and going through that. A source told the Post that Mr. Lucidi was seen, last seen alive knocking on a penthouse window on the 68th floor of the Tregenser Tower at 7.30 p.m., which prompted a maid to call the police. Uh, police found Lucidi's sports camera at the scene, which contained videos of extreme sports. An official statement of the cause of that man's death are yet to be revealed by the Hong Kong police. I think we can safely assume that we know how he died. Uh, and, and people like this, they make money, man. People pay. And they put this crap on social media. And it takes, you know, one mistake. One miscalculation. Uh, maybe guess to wind at the wrong time in, in your history. Uh, so may this uh, person rest in peace. Uh, again, be smart, people. Be smart. Uh, here's another one. You gotta be smart. A cougar, mountain lion, catamount, panther, whatever you want to call it, attacked an eight-year-old boy uh, in Olympic National Park, which is in Washington State. And as a mom apparently was able to scare the animal away, uh, saving the boy's life. And that's some good news. That's somebody who isn't dead. And I'm glad this eight-year-old boy is. Um, I don't know what kind of shape he's in, what kind of plastic surgery he may be facing, but a cougar attacked an eight-year-old boy who was camping inside a national park Saturday, but the child's mother was able to scare the animal away. 
The young boy only suffered minor injuries during the animal attack at around 6.30 p.m. in Olympic National Park, which is again in Washington State. Remaining visitors were evacuated from part of the park following the frightening moment, the National Park Service said in the news release. Uh, the attack started when the cougar launched toward the boy while camping at Lake Angeles, which is part of the heart of the hills area. The child's mother yelled, screamed at the mountain lion, and the animal casually abandoned the attack. Now, I don't know, I'm not an expert on, on how mountain lions predate. They're usually going to go for small, if you're an 8-year-old child, you're small, you're vulnerable, you're an easy target. Uh, they usually, I believe, attack from behind and try to grab your neck. That's how they kill, either by suffocation or by breaking the neck, probably. Uh, that's how a lot of big cats do it. They will try to smother an animal or they'll try to, to snap the, the spine, depending. Uh, but thank God this boy is okay. you got to be careful. you got to be aware. You never, ever see a mountain lion. It is so rare. Uh, Rocky Mountain Park, I, National Park in Colorado, I used to go there every year for vacation, go hiking, and saw mountain lion tracks twice. I uh, came across a couple kills, which always makes you nervous. Do you kind of calm down and realize it's a very old kill? So, you know, that's something that uh, you're aware they're there. But you never see them. Never. Unless it's, it's just some almost miraculous thing that you see them. Because they are extremely stealthy, extremely quiet, very well camouflaged. You will never see them. Unless they want you to, and if they want you to, that's not a good day for you. Uh, thank God this little boy is okay. I can't imagine the horror um, of, of that. I know when I took my niece, she was three, and uh, I always kept her very close to me anytime we were out uh, hiking or, or, or anything like that. I always kept her right beside me, like holding on to me, holding her hand, always because she would make the easiest of targets for a mountain lion me being six foot tall much larger would not make an easy target they would look and say that's the easy target so I always made sure she was right with me um, because again a mountain lion is is an apex predator and they know what they do and they do it well so that you know your kids out running around a few yards away from you that's uh, that's easy pickings for a mountain lion. So be careful with your kids if you go out to your national parks, national forests. Um, I would suggest taking a weapon. Now, I don't know national parks. I guess you can't or you can't. I forget. It was updated a while back. Uh, now in Alaska it may be different because Alaska, <laughs> everybody's got a large, I mean large caliber gun with them at all times if they're if they're ever out anywhere for any extended period because bears you know brown bears very dangerous animal they're the apex predator there they, they go where they want to go when they want to go and I've been told that if you if you go out and purchase a 44 Magnum for your personal protection against bears the people in Alaska will laugh at you because that ain't nearly powerful enough 
uh, hard to it's hard to describe how powerful a brown bear is an Alaskan brown bear they are uh, they're the apex predator on the planet period land base anyway uh, they are untouchable unless it's another bear or a very large caliber caliber gun and the time to shoot the bear with it so again thank God this child is uh, is okay Apparently the mountain lion kind of dropped him very quickly, so maybe uh, maybe he caught a break there. This wasn't a really hungry mountain lion. Anyway, let's move on, my friends. You remember the show Home Improvement? Uh, Tim Allen. Um, was it Al? <laughs> His helper, his helper Al, uh, who, was, who was a funny guy, had a funny character. And the neighbor was a Mr. Wilson. You only saw his eyes. In a hat above the fence and uh, there were two sons I believe the uh, Taylors had uh, but these the uh, the kid that was played by Zachary Ty Bryan cannot remember which character that was but he was on home improvement but Zachary Ty Bryan has been arrested uh, again it says for something I, I, I find this hard to believe domestic violence why any man physically abuses a woman or a child, it's something I will never, never, never grasp. My brain can't do it. I just don't understand it. it it's, how does anyone do something such that's so vile, frankly? Zachary Tyburn, and the, the actor best known for his role as eldest son Brad Taylor on Tim Allen's Home Improvement, reportedly has been arrested for Domestic violence. This will be the second arrest for it. TMZ. Uh, why don't we let TMZ investigate the Bidens? They find everything. Those they find everything. Uh, but TMZ reports that Brian was arrested Friday by police in Eugene, Oregon, uh, for felony assault in violation of the Abuse Prevention Act. The action is used when someone is accused of attacking a person who has previously been granted a restraining order in relation to domestic violence. So apparently there was a restraining order that this, I assume, a woman had against him. And uh, that restraining order worked really well, didn't it? Bad guys walk through them all the time. It's too bad she didn't have a gun and didn't shoot him. Uh, Brian previously pleaded guilty in 2021 to two felony counts in a domestic violence case in Oregon. He received a sentence of three years probation, was required to participate in a batter intervention program. Uh, the charges stem from an incident in Eugene in which a thin 39-year-old actor assaulted his 27-year-old girlfriend. He was arrested, booked into Lane County Jail, initially charged with harassment, coercion, strangulation, Interference with making report and second counts of menacing and assault in the fourth degree. Those charges were dismissed in return for his two-count guilty plea. Uh, TMZ cited an anonymous police source who said they received a call from a, for a reported physical dispute between a male and a female at a Eugene residence. Uh, Brian was not at the scene when police got there. They eventually tracked him down, took him to jail. Uh, where he remained in custody as of late Sunday afternoon. Why? 
guys, you should never, ever, ever, ever hit a woman. Unless she's trying to kill you, or your kids, or your wife, or girlfriend, or something. But really, this, this garbage smacking your woman around, it's one of those cowardly, dastardly things you can do. It is absolutely horrible. Absolutely terrible. And again, you wonder about people like that. Child stars, so many times their life goes wrong, it seems. Uh, yeah, I think if, if, if I was ever had custody of a child star, I would make sure that all their money went to a, a nice account, a nice uh, account for investment savings, and uh, they could have access to it maybe when they're 21. Um, something like that because it seems that maybe the kids aren't ready for success or fame and it just screws the rest of their life up. I would try to keep their life as normal as possible. Very sad though. Always hate to hear this kind of stuff. And guys, no excuse. No excuse. You beat a woman, in my opinion, if I watch you get run over by a bus, I'm not going to cry for you. I'm going to cheer for the bus. If you know what I mean, and I think that you do. Now, let's talk about Delta Airlines. They're ready when you are, you know. There's a lawsuit, and this lawsuit alleges that Delta overserved alcohol to a male passenger who allegedly groped a mother and, their, and her underage daughter on flight. Again, guys, this is something you don't do. You don't do it, okay? A male passenger groped a mother and her underage daughter while aboard an international flight last summer after being overserved alcohol by Delta Airlines, according to a federal lawsuit filed last week in New York. The lawsuit filed in the Eastern District Court of New York alleges the flight attendants continue to serve alcohol to an intox intoxicated passenger even after the mother and her 16-year-old daughter repeatedly told them that the man was making them feel unsafe and inappropriately touching them. Again, having worked in the rest of us for so long, I cut off a lot of people. Not a high percentage of the people I ever served, but I did cut off people. I, I cut off your whole table. Okay, if there's one drunk person at your table and you're all order shots and leave that guy out, I'm going to watch. And if I see a shot in front of him, guess what? Everybody's losing their drink. You're not getting your money back and you can get the hell out. And we're probably going to call police. It is serious stuff, okay? Over-serving people. And I'm sorry, uh, you know, every law can go overboard and be draconian and be stupid. If you serve someone you know is drunk or they're acting aggressively or they're acting belligerently, they're being loud, it's time to cut them off. It's time. It's not an easy thing. But, yeah, it is uh, something you need to do. And flight attendants, you know, i, I got to say, man, if, if I was, if I ran an airline, I might go alcohol-free. I'd say one drink, maybe. That's it. That's it. Um, but again, if the flight attendants did continue to serve alcohol to a drunk guy, then they need they're, they're in some or could be in some serious problems. 
The unnamed plaintiffs in the lawsuit alleged that throughout the duration of the nearly nine-hour flight from JFK to Athens, Greece, the man made obscene gestures, sexually assaulted, and yelled at the 16-year-old girl seated next to him on the flight. Sure this wasn't Roger Stone on the flight? No? Please take my wife? No? Okay. Uh, maybe it was Laura Loomer. I heard they're, uh, they're, they're buddies, I think. Seems like something she would do. Then she blame Ron DeSantis' wife somehow. Because she's jealous of her. She is. I'm sorry. Laura Loomer. Laura Looney. Whatever. Uh, the fake journalist. She makes accusations all the time. Hates Trump. Hates, uh, hates DeSantis. And she lists all these things that DeSantis lied about. Then you go look them up and you find out that... Eh. No. Had a whole slew of bills the other day. It was a couple weeks ago probably. And I looked up all these bills, and, and she was saying they, he hadn't kept his promise. And I'm looking at the bills going, signed, signed in the law, signed in the law, signed in the law, signed. And she just keeps lying and pats herself on the back, calling herself a award-winning journalist. Uh, that would be funny. She might deserve to have an, an intoxicated, obnoxious jackass that's had too much booze. Maybe go, go mess with her. Leave the this lady and her kid alone, man. That's terrible. Terrible, my friends. Uh, assuming it happened as they said, let me see. The unnamed plaintiffs allege that throughout the duration of the nearly nine-hour flight, uh, the man was served, a Delta flight attendant served the man, according to, to this lady, approximately 10 vodka on ice drinks. That would be 10 shots of vodka. That would be... Yeah, that'd be way over the limit. That might get in... Some people will pass out if they drink that many drinks. Depending on the time, if they're eating, their their body style, thing like that. Um, the mother who was sitting on the other seat next to her daughter said she repeatedly begged flight attendants to stop serving the man alcohol. And the mom and, and daughter both allege in the complaint the flight attendants dismissed her claims and downplayed their concerns about the man. Again, I don't know I wasn't there, obviously. But man, you gotta act better on flights. You can't be getting trashed. You can't. You just don't. But some people just they just don't have any class. Just do not have any class. It, there's there's nothing you can do. Uh, and I hope that uh, this guy, maybe maybe he's an alcoholic. I don't know. Maybe he's just a jerk. But seriously, take your, if you serve alcohol, take your job seriously because it is. Uh, then we have this from the New York Post. Apparently, a father and 14-year-old son have been charged. Uh, after a 13-year-old girl was fatally shot uh, with one of the dad's own guns. The New York Post claims the teen dragged her body outside and went back inside uh, after this. Oh, let's read more into this, my friends. A New Mexico father and his teen son were both booked after a 14-year-old shot and killed a 13-year-old Using one of the dad's weapons, Friday state authorities alleged the teen boy pointed the gun at the girl, then fired while a group of four juveniles were hanging out and listening to music inside the boy's Cuesta home around 2.30 p.m. 
After the girl was fatally wounded, the teen, the teen dragged her body outside and went back inside. Did he deliberately shoot her? Was this an accident? Was this a case where he thought, you know, the oh, it's not loaded. One of the stupidest words ever, ever uttered. It's not loaded. Yeah, whatever, chief. You treat every gun if it's, if it's loaded. You never point at anything you don't want to kill or destroy. Keep your finger off the damn trigger. Make sure of your target, everything around it. Never point a gun at anything you don't wish to kill or destroy. Now, I don't know what happened here, but dragging the, the girl's body out, what was that about? Was he going to claim that she broke in? Or, uh, again, I don't know, but... Uh, you, you hate... Again, parents, if you own firearms, you need to be responsible. Now, I would never pull something like this. I had two grandfathers and a father... And they made damn sure the first thing I ever heard about guns from any of them was you never pointed at anybody. You never pulled the trigger list. Do all the gun rules of safety, right? Gun safety. Drilled into my head. It was very serious stuff. Gun won't hurt you if you're responsible with it. And, I again, I don't know what happened here. Uh, but... Uh, it sounds like the dad is going to uh, have some severe legal problems because his son was either an idiot uh, or did it deliberately perhaps I don't know I'm not going to try to, to read people's minds uh, shortly after the shooting the father of the boy uh, William Brown is his dad's name also returned home so he wasn't here when it happened 39-year-old and his son then refused to go outside for 30 minutes during a standoff with state police. Uh, the teen was not identified by officials. He was charged in an open count with an open count of murder in the first degree and two counts of tampering with evidence. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. He also faces two counts of assault on a police officer Though the Public Safety Department did not elaborate further on what led to those charges. And the dad looks like an average dad. I mean, maybe he just wasn't home. And the kid decided to show off. Again, you got to teach your kid better. And if your kid doesn't learn better, you got to make damn sure he can't get a hold of that gun. Put it in a safe. Put it in a lockbox. One you can put your fingers on. That's your. That's the code to get in. Your fingerprints. Your son doesn't have your fingerprints. Your child doesn't have your fingerprints. They can't get in. Uh, and this this young girl is gone now. Unbelievable. Uh, the Cuesta Village Mayor, John Anthony Ortega, had a post on Facebook saying that he's saddened by the tragedy. His thoughts and prayers go out to the families, community members, and first responders who were affected by it. Uh, the victim's name is not being released. And the incident remains under investigation. Gun safety, people. Gun safety. Gun safety. Again, why don't you news people, the local news channels, why don't you have experts on your shows, morning, noon, night, late night, whatever, 
You got experts telling people how not to fall for scams. You got people telling uh, all kind of advice. How to clean your house better. How to cook food better. How to get a better mortgage rate. How to do your banking. Everything. Advice from experts on everything except gun safety. Oh, but you don't have a you don't have a problem spouting the term gun violence every five seconds, do you? Why don't you have experts on your shows? Why don't why don't we do this? I don't get it. You know how many lives you might save? Because let me tell you what, with your local news people, a lot of people really like and trust those people. You becomes like part of your family. In a in an odd way. Go out, make the effort. Why don't politicians call for this? Seems like one of the most commonsensical things you could do to prevent accidents with firearms. Because not everybody had my grandfathers and my father. Not everybody has that. And some kids just don't listen. So you need experts talking to people. Why isn't this being done? Am I the I'm the I've never heard anybody suggest it. One of the best sources to get information to people is through your local news. And they won't do it. They'll, they'll advise you about dog training, keeping your yard looking better, mowing your lawn, this, that, and the other. But when it comes to gun safety, shh. It's pathetic, my friends. Very, very pathetic. So I guess I'll send another email to the local channels here. And maybe someone someday will listen. And now here we go. Let's talk about Kamala Harris, the least talented vice president ever. And uh, sincerely, I think one of the worst public speakers I've ever heard. Hey, she's horrible. The cackling, the giggling, the, uh, the nonsensical stuff that comes out of her mouth. I mean, is is absolutely incredible. This woman could not tell you how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It would take 10 minutes and the kids will be looking at her going, what in the hell is wrong with her? Okay, we gotta have some bread, kids. Breads? Bread? Get a knife. Gotta spread stuff with a knife. What are we gonna spread with a knife? We got peanut butter and jelly. Lots of kids likes peanut butter and jelly. I like peanut butter and jelly. And yeah, uh, you gotta put some jelly on the bread, then some peanut butter. And, and you got to make sure you put them on the inside of the bread so it doesn't get all of your fingers when you try to eat it. And 20 minutes later, the kids would just give up and have gone outside to play. And they don't ever want to consider what a peanut butter and jelly sandwich is because that would be Kamala Harris explaining how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And God help us. <laughs> Imagine her and Biden doing one together. A PSA on how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Saturday Night Live hasn't done this yet. Do I have to think of everything, people? Really, do I? Uh, but Harris, according to ABC News, has raised alarm about increased abortion restrictions. So there's not enough dead babies. Not enough babies being killed in the wound. Okay. Uh, but she says she has faith in Americans. In other words, Kamala basically said there's not enough babies being killed in the womb. But she has faith that Americans will continue to kill their unborn babies because power and justice or something. 
Uh, let me see. Uh, from uh, ABC News, Vice President Kamala Harris called out leaders in several states who, uh, who she says have been diminishing the reproductive rights of women after last year's Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, but she expressed some hope that the American public will push back. Harris sat down with ABC News Live prime anchor Lindsay Davis for an interview while visiting Iowa uh, Friday where she spoke about the six-week abortion ban that the state's Republican governor recently signed in the law, Governor Kim Reynolds, that is. Uh, Trump doesn't like her either now for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, currently blocked by an Iowa judge. Fifteen states in all have ceased nearly all abortion services. Good. And yes, the whole life of the mother thing, there's no doctor's not going to treat you. No hospital is going to kick you out if the mother is dying and, and things have to be done. So we can stop telling that lie now, Democrats, that you've been telling for a long time. Harris says she was concerned about what was going on in the country and criticized the state's leaders for, she says, undermining women's health with these restrictions. Uh, there's something underlying this approach that states like, like Iowa, uh, which is called Iowa and is in Iowa, uh, which is in the United States. She didn't say all that. I'm just poking more fun at it. Uh, Kamala Harris's uh, semi semi-retarded ability for uh, speech. There's something underlying this approach that states like Iowa have taken that really suggests that they're that they just don't trust women to be able to know what's in their best interest and make the decision accordingly. Well, maybe the legislatures and a lot of Iowans and a lot of people from a lot of other states, Kamala, they actually understand biology and, and medical facts and the medical science and they can see that that's a living human being. You can call it a fetus. You can call it whatever the hell you want to, Kamala. It's still a human being, and they think that should have a right to to life, just like anyone else, and should be protected when it's innocent, just like anyone else would be. Uh, Harris also said the restrictions on reproductive health services. See how? See, they don't say killing babies. They say reproductive health services have led to serious medical emergencies for millions of American women. I bet she didn't have one bit of evidence for that. What do you want to bet? Uh, she noted the anecdote of a woman who suffered a miscarriage and was rejected by an emergency room due to her state's abortion laws. Uh, she went to the emergency room while she was having a miscarriage. Denied care. She went back. Denied care. Only when she contacted, uh, I'm sorry, contracted sepsis did they give her care. So this is what's happening in real time in our country. If that story is true, which I doubt because it came out of Kamala Harris's mouth, uh, I would like to see certification that that's a true story. I think on this issue, Harris said, it is critically important that we understand this is not some intellectual debate. Good for you, Kamala. You would not do well in intellectual debates, clearly. Uh, no, it's not. It's science. The baby's alive or it's not. One of the two. And since all the science points to the fact of it is alive 
and a separate human being, Kamala, eh, maybe you should maybe you should say that science is settled. She also added, every day in America there are people suffering, silently suffering in many cases. We have a responsibility not only to protect the unborn in law, but to change the destructive culture of abortion that still exists in a post-world wor- world. Uh, that message is from Kim Reynolds, the governor of the state of uh, Iowa. Uh, good job. I like Kim Reynolds. She's a good governor. We have a lot of good governors in America. Uh, I hope we remember on voting day the one that's running for president. I hope people look at his record and dismiss all the noise. That would be a wonderful thing. A wonderful thing, my friends. Now that is it for me. I am done. I didn't really want to talk too much politics today. I wanted to do just some some common stories, I guess. My friends, have a good day. God bless you. Uh, If you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America. And yes, go Gators. That's the three uh, truths of life this uh, podcast is based on. Y'all be good. Take care. Don't get in any trouble out there, kids. And I will talk to y'all tomorrow, I guess, on Tuesday. Uh, it may be delayed, may be canceled. It depends. My mom's getting out of the nursing home tomorrow uh, morning, so I don't know exactly what the day will hold for me. But anyway, prayers are appreciated. If you're listening on Spotify, see that button that says support this podcast? Support this podcast is always appreciated. God bless you, my friends. Take care. We'll talk to you soon.